0: Welcome to the Lift As You Climb podcast, where it's all about the journey and the joy of discovering who you are now, deciding who you want to become, and embracing your genuine identity, influence, and impact. In each episode, we'll explore how life's experiences have prepared us for what we choose to do next and how to create our encore, write our own script, and star in the next stage of our lives. I'm your host, your Encore Strategist, and Transformation Catalyst, Isabel Alexander. Hello out there in the Wooniverse. And let me tell you, today I am bringing you some incredible energy, some incredible wisdom, spirit, and I know inspiration, because I am thrilled to bits to share with you someone that has been a friend and someone that I admired who inspired me for decades. And she still does. <laughs> I don't think that's going to ever stop, actually, because today with me is Jean Price. And she is the Queen Diva. Of the Diva Coach, and so much more. Welcome to Lift As You Climb, Jane. Thank you,
1: Isabel. It's an honor to be here. And yes, our friendship goes way back, doesn't it? Many
0: decades. <laughs> and And to explain to the listeners, I first met Jean Wen, she was a designer, a manufacturer, a retailer, really a fashion icon and a fashion influence in the Toronto area, the Greater Toronto area in Ontario, when I was trying to figure out my style, my identity as I was growing as an entrepreneur at the same time and building my global chemical company. it was just incredible first to find her as a resource for me. And in fact, I believe it was my image consultant that I'd hired at the time that first made me aware of you. But then to also find that she was a kindred spirit in terms of entrepreneurship and fempreneurship. And then later, it just became more and more bonuses because we laughed, we drank wine, we socialized, we met other really cool people. And then life happened. I was off in a different lane. Jean was off in a different lane. And if you, if you go on her website and follow or listen to other podcasts that she's been on, you'll know that she had some major life events that changed her, her destiny as well. We reconnected during COVID (laughs) when I decided, well, we're all shut in and struggling as female entrepreneurs with how to pivot, how to change and respond to different conditions. I hosted a serial entrepreneur summit. And Jean did me the honor of participating on one of the panels. I'll put a link to that interview in the show notes today, because it was overflowing with fun and wisdom and encouragement that is appropriate and applicable to the conditions today and always. It wasn't just about COVID. It was about the unique opportunities and challenges for women business owners.
1: I think I was so excited to be interviewed because it's been so long since I'd had any interaction You think oh my god what is happening i was a person out networking and all of a sudden my world was just this small instead of being this big and i will admit it was hard for the first year deep depression and i had to work a lot to bring myself out of it and being reconnected with you was like a breath of fresh air so thank you
0: Right back at you, girl. Right back at you. Today. So a few years have gone by and I've gone through yet another transformation and reinvention for those of you who have been following along on my adventurous life that I moved from the United States back to Canada. I'm divorced. I've changed my name again. And I'm now really honing in on what I really am passionate about. And that's working with other entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs, most specifically, that are starting to lose the love with their business and their life because they lost connection with the reasons why they started in business on their own in the first place. However, Today, we are really going to talk about bad-assery. <laughs> um, that is a word now, you know. And when I was thinking about this theme for this series of interviews, and I've got some really bad asses in the house, I got to tell you, Jean immediately flooded. <laughs> <too much. laughs> Not kidding. Just for everybody listening or watching, and yay, This will be on YouTube, so you'll be able to see her as well and see why she just shines like a bright light. She's a beacon out there for all of us that are struggling with, who am I now? What's my identity? Really, how am I going to show up in the world? And she's got some tremendous skill sets and tools around helping you find that light again and polishing it. I wanted to bring Jean to you all today because we can talk about, okay, so here it is. Everybody knows I talk about my age with great pride. I'll be 69 very soon. But Jean in many areas outshines me and she's already outshone me on that because she's 74. Sure. And before we came on on the recording, we were talking about, wow. Jean, share with them what you were saying to me about how much of our lives we have lived. One of the
1: one of the things when I turned 70, it was very difficult for me to say that 70. It just, holy shit, I I couldn't believe that I'd made it to to 70. And now I'm 74 and I'm quite proud of it. But. It's an awakening in that I only have about 25 years left max, and I've lived more of my life in the past. That could be very upsetting or very make you very anxious. But for me, I have chosen to take it one day at a time so that every day is special nobody knows how many years we're going to get. And so rather than being shocked that I've lived 74 cycles of the sun is that I've got 74 years of knowledge and information. And I love sharing that with others. And so that in itself and to keep myself grounded, I have a ritual, morning meditation, walking practice that grounds me and keeps me in the present. If it wasn't for that, I don't know if I would have made it through the lockdown. It was the worst of times and it was the best of times because it stopped me from being out there busy all the time. I got more introspective and I got to know Jean more. And it also spurred on different multiple streams of income because I couldn't go to see people with my diva coach business. And that's how I would do it one-on-one. So I had to learn how to use Zoom. I had to learn how to train or teach people online. And that was so against my nature because I'm a person personal one-on-one but we have to learn to adjust because it wasn't going away
0: I'm very much like you and that's why we connect so deeply even though Sometimes our lives take us away from each other, but when we come back, it's so easy to just fit right back into that connection with you. And, and we share that aspect of that. You know, they, we, we talk about everything's on the internet now and it's all virtual and technology, the URL world, but you and I are the IRL people in real life. People, right. I like you derive energy from being with people in person. Now, there comes a point some days for me, at least I'll speak for myself that, okay, I'm depleting my energy and I have to withdraw from other people and recharge my batteries. But yeah, you're right. The pandemic the best of times, the worst of times. We learned a lot about ourselves. I would never have thought of the idea of having a podcast, a YouTube channel. That wasn't in my mind before that time. Um, And it was a time for me that I, as you said, got to really have to spend some time with me, myself, and I, and go, you know what? To the outside world, it looks like the perfect life. I'm not happy I am not happy, I don't like who I am. That was the scariest thing for me, was the day I looked myself in the mirror and say, I don't like who you've become. And I decided, damn the torpedoes, I have to do (laughs) something radically different or else. I also love the fact we share the walking meditation. Tell us a little bit about how that developed for you and what makes it special.
1: In, I believe it was 2012, a friend insisted I go and hear Dr. Joe Dispenza speak, and I was just enthralled with him, and I was hooked. So since 2012, I've attended 10 or 11 of his seminars and learned from him, and it's his meditations that I listen to, and his knowledge has helped me become more of the person I am today and being present and spreading the love. And it's more wants us to have a heart brain connection, but make your decisions from your heart. It's got W L D what would love do? So if you've got a dilemma, think of this. Okay. So what would love do? Cause sometimes we get into the ego head part. And want to lash out at people or want to not be in, in such a great energy space. And if you slow down, take a breath and say, what would love do? It's amazing how it changes your perspective. And it just, and I've worked with him. I've volunteered. So I've been in the States. I've been in Toronto. In Toronto, before COVID, he had these, what did he call them? Challenges. I scaled down 49 floors of Hyatt Regency outside. (laughs) Badass. And never in my wildest dreams would I ever have decided that's what I would do. But because of his encouragement, and it wasn't something that he made people, it was our decision. But that was the biggest, I think accomplishment for me to realize remember the dryness of my mouth the fear of being on that top floor and the guy said now step off and I went oh my god what are you doing and so panic you had your own thing to get you up and down after the second one I heard we've got you and so I just relaxed and looked left looked right I never looked down because I'm not that great at heights It was the most beautiful experience of my life. And when I made it to the ground, that feeling of the earth on my feet, I have very seldom felt that excitement, that joy, that, oh, my God, I have to tell my husband. So when you're trying to manifest something or visioning and envisioning something, you need just not only have the idea and see it. You have to feel it. So when he says, okay, have a feeling, I am able to conjure that feeling back up. And there's nothing greater than that. Oh, I
0: did it. I did it. (laughs) So Jean, you're able to recall that euphoria. Yes. Yes. That's incredible.
1: And I'm sure everyone has had a euphoric moment. And that's the feeling. First get in the feeling before you even okay now i'm going to
0: you're describing perfectly one of the modules or one of the parts of my program the encore catalyst the yes program yes your encore system saying yes to your life and that part is called the standing ovations and it's exactly what you're talking about recalling the times the experiences in our lives where we've felt Like we were getting a standing ovation or we were giving ourselves a standing ovation because those are the anchor places that we need, as you say, to get over the next obstacle or to remind yourself what a badass that you are and that, well, have you done that? What can't you do? Absolutely. yes, totally, I can see you with a Wonder Woman Kate flying around. All right, (laughs) see? You never know what's going to come out in these conversations. You know what
1: the plus this was, too, is that not only myself, but so many people focus on what they didn't like, what all the negatives. And yes, we have to analyze them, but don't sit on them. Change that up. And get a victory in. Remember that. That's so much better than, oh, I should have done this, or I didn't like what they said. Again, it's about your energy, your vibration. You are this moving, vibrating being. And every time you go to a negative, you bring it down. If you get those positives, that's what attracts people to you is that's why I'm attracted to you. You're such a bright light. It's just I love it. And that's what I share with my coaching clients. Get out of the doldrums by bringing in those better feelings. COVID didn't do us any favors that way, because we really did get to dwell on all the negatives and crap and they wanted us to live in fear they didn't want us to and I say they meaning I don't know but whoever was behind this because in my estimation it was a ploy just to get control and it didn't work like they thought it was going to
0: yes I was gonna say obviously that did not work <laughs> not successfully with someone I think it made us stronger it made me stronger. But, uh, so for me, I'm also hearing from you how you built all of the resources, the wisdom, the gifts that you have for your clients because of your own personal life experience. I know that you were in the law field as a career earlier in your life. And then you came into not only the fashion world, but really you were at the forefront of the industry manufacturing in Canada, which Canadians, you and my other dear friend, Linda Lundstrom, are among the few who had the chutzpah to do that. And then the way you took all of that experience and became a speaker and a coach and a trainer, and you just continue to expand, and I, which is what is the other thing that I admires so much is that you don't just keep it to yourself. You're, offering, <laughs> you're sharing it, which is the whole energy creation part, right?
1: It is. And that's where social media comes in because I have a Facebook account, both personal and under the diva coach. I have an Instagram account under Jean Price or the diva coach. And then I am on LinkedIn and all those three bring me different People into my life. One of the things that I did find, though, is my coaching business was limited because no one was out doing business. They were all inside. Mm-hmm. And so I had to find something else. And I had an awakening or epiphany one time and thinking, well, I've got to do something. So I dusted it off my sewing machine and I took in alterations so I'm the alteration queen right now in the Grand Bend Port Franks area doing prom dresses and prom and graduation we're really busy right now and I joined a couple of online art classes so I learned how to paint mixed media and I worked with an indigenous artist and so that was amazing to me both my mother and grandmother were great artists and I never really sat still long enough to do it. The mixed media, it gets me to put my fashion eye in it as well. What else did I do? Oh, I sell online, eBay and Etsy and things like that. You don't wanna just put all your eggs in one basket is what I've discovered because if something like COVID comes around again, or if you've just got one client, you're at a loss and I get bored. It also helped me have a variety. I love the clients that come in with the alterations and listening to the young people and talking to the mothers. And it's just an amazing because the two big networking groups that I belong to this Company of Women, where I first met you, oh, that close, she retired from that and power of the purse in London. And those were the two big seminars twice a year that I would canvas clients from that closed that it, they, it's no more. So I had to find something else. So it that's where I encourage others is that I've got 74 years of knowledge. I don't want to go to the grave with all this information. I call myself a prone And some people take offense at that name and I did at first too but a crone is a knowledgeable older woman that's what I am I've got 74 years of intelligence and learning (laughs) and why should you want to go through all the shit that I did if if you just talk to me and I can send you in a different
0: direction well Jean and really that what you've just described is the heart of lift as you climb Because as my motto is, build your own success ladder while you're empowering others to build theirs. I believe that we have a responsibility to become the very best version of ourselves every day. And that doesn't stop at any point. There's no upper limit, in my opinion, unless you decide. I think so important is that we recognize that with great power comes great responsibility as Spider-Man was told. And so paying it back, paying it forward, backwards sideways is lift as you climb. It's not giving somebody a hand out. It's a hand up. And that hand up can come in many forms. It can be education, sharing of experience, wisdom, tutoring, mentoring, coaching, training, just being a really exciting, badass role model for others. I love what you're sharing about the diversity of interests and business interests that you have and why it makes great sense to do that. So thank you, because I think this may inspire some of our listeners who prescribe to the old Freedom 55 education we <laughs> had. They have been retired out of their career or relationships which also happens to many of us and think well that's it I'm done there's no more for me but that's not true you are living proof I'm living proof we take everything that we have I always like to say we're not starting over we're not starting from scratch we are building on experience and how fun it is now from the wisdom of the crone, I'd like to talk about that too, that you are now going, oh, I can do that because I know from past life something about that, even if it wasn't exactly the same. I also would just love to say thank you for using a crone and bringing that out in the forefront because I am pissed at the misappropriation of words mm. in our society. Words like crone and hag were used to keep us down and keep us diminished as maturing women, even elders. (laughs) Only in the last few decades has this been the case where mature people were thought less of. It's always been the other way around. We were esteemed and elevated and the sort of go-to, right? And a crone is a go-to, a wise woman. Right? In fact, I did, and this was a COVID project, and I'll share this link in the episode notes. I did a group YouTube with my mastermind partners called Call Me a Hag. It's based on poem from a lovely little young woman, brilliant. I'll share that because it's very powerful to remind us that we've been accumulating all this wisdom in our lifetime. We should be sharing it forward and backwards and sideways. What
1: really gets to me is the how some of the women have taken to heart that they're used
0: up at 65 they need to hide i think the great value of what we crones can do and that is to say fuck the societal norms and the programming and the we fix you industries that make us feel less than we truly are Mm -hmm. and as you said wanting to be you're healthiest, you're strongest, you're most resilient. You should never stop that. But loving who you are in the present moment, in the present state, what else are you going to do? It is what it is, right? I got big boobs, you got big boobs, I got big ears, my father's nose. So what good does that do if I'm only ever looking for what I don't like? It's like when you're a child, and you're picked on, criticized. How did that feel? There was no love. There was no approval, no acceptance. Why are you doing that to yourself now as an adult? I tell my clients,
1: imagine your inner child. Have a picture. I have on my desk a picture of me when I was one. Yeah. And that that's the person, that's the child that you're doing this to and saying things to. You would never do that to that little person.
0: No, no. I there's a ton of things I want to talk to you about. So I'm certain, if you're willing, that we need to have multiple episodes. Yes, I'm good. Because, because putting the two of us together, we're more than 150 years of real living. And I, I know there's so much that we can share with others. And that's what having community, having girlfriends, having peer groups. You mentioned coaches a couple of times, and that's the other thing you and I share, that we realize that we can't always see through our own dirty windshield. And to choose the coach that's right, since I first learned about the value of it, I have always had a coach, a mentor, and a peer advisory group for the last, I don't know, 30 years of my life or more. And I always will. I don't know everything. I think the more I
1: learn, the more I have to offer my clients. It's not just for me. It also affects my family life. It is business, but it also goes into your personal life as well. It is imperative. I have somebody to help me just to talk to because the average Joe, I find, doesn't want to speak how I want to talk, it's wonderful to have someone like yourself or a coach or a mentor to discuss things with. You will help me see this in a different light. Having you in my corner, we may not talk that often, but that is a big plus to me. We've learned from each other for so long. When I first met you, you were Entrepreneur of the Year, <laughs> It was amazing. I was in awe and you encouraged me to keep building my business because being an entrepreneur can be hard. And people, when they come up to you and say, oh, you own your own business, you're so lucky you can do what you want. I was doing seven days a week, almost 24 hours a day for the first six, eight, 10 years. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what have I done? But there comes a point where it's like a hill. What I find now is at this age, I can stand back and observe rather than be right in it. And when you do that, you make better decisions.
0: Hallelujah. (laughs) That is my chief aim when working with my clients who are those female entrepreneurs that you just described that are now thinking what the fuck? I hate this. I want to run away from home. I never (laughs) want to talk to another employee, customer or vendor in my life. I don't want to fix a problem. I don't want to sign a paycheck. I don't want to worry about money anymore. For me, it's like helping them see that it doesn't have to be that way. And first it begins with recognizing they are teaching themselves how to treat themselves. Does that make sense? And to help them step out of being the hands-on controlling frantic manager and to fire themselves from that job and then promote themselves up to chairman of the board so they can do what you said, Gene: Stand back and look at the opportunities or the obstacles with a very different perspective instead of being emotional and reactive they're looking at oh okay this shit's happening but how do i turn that into a diamond that's what i'm loving doing right now and there's so many of us because let's face it at our age hooray for our age you you're not going to go and get a job someplace
1: no i don't think i'm employable
0: (laughs) good for you that i feel that way i haven't been a, a employable for a very long time <laughs> but that means entrepreneurship there's yes. just so many opportunities or uh, be entrepreneurial in a, a service organization a volunteer organization in a community so whether you want to start a business or whether you want to start a charity or a foundation or you want to work in the lions club or a rotary whatever it is it's about Really embracing your CEO-ness as opposed to your slave drudge and bitchiness.
1: And don't you think, Isabel, that being an entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to go it alone? No. So many women think, this is my business and nobody can help me. Once I learned to delegate, it just was, oh, I don't need to do that. Oh, I don't need to do that. And even having somebody come in and clean your house. So freeing and having a bookkeeper. Yes, I understand the financial constraints when you first start, but keep that idea as you grow. You're worth more than doing these smaller jobs. So find somebody to help you grow with you. you.
0: You are singing to the choir. Yes, when we start our business, we can do just about anything, but we cannot continue to do everything or else we limit our growth and worse. We burn you, ourselves out. Exactly. Exactly. There is no, no joy in Mudville. Because, <laughs> you're just a miserable, cranky person. And this is where I come in for a lot of clients now. They're at that stage. There's no joy. They hate their life. They hate their business. They hate their partner. They're resentful. They're seeing all this stuff going on around them that they feel like they're missing out on. But we can change that. We learned how to delegate, empower, build a succession team. Yay.
1: Two of my words for 2023 are peace and joy. If it doesn't bring me either of those, I don't do it. You don't have to have to. (laughs)
0: You are right, Gina, definitely. We should plan very soon to come back and continue on this. And for anyone who's listening or watching, please, here you have two crones at your disposal (laughs) who would like to answer questions, offer some help and assistance, support you to find the joy, to find the peace, to find the growth in, oh, the euphoria. We need to be <laughs> dishing out more euphoria in the world, right? So in conclusion, uh, be sure everyone, you will be able to find Jean and connect with her and the Diva Coach. Contact information will be in the notes or below this video. I'm honored that you have shared so much with us today but Gina's offered to share even more generously by offering to give a free 30 minute chat with the crone session to the first three people that reach out to her on facebook messenger again i'll put her information here in the notes book a date with her if it's a right fit and she'll spend the time and you'll be scaling buildings and you'll be dancing <laughs> and doing all kinds of things in no time at all. Anything you'd like to add in conclusion, Jean?
1: In conclusion, I want to share my life motto, and it's life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving safely in a pretty and well preserved body, but rather to skid in broadside in a cloud of smoke. Thoroughly used up, totally worn out, and loudly proclaiming, Wow, what a ride!
0: Ah, uh, <laughs> There's nothing that I could add to that. But hell yes. Everyone, <laughs> make sure, reach out to Jean and Isabel, the crones. We're here for you. We got gotcha. you. Thank you for spending this time with me. I hope our conversation added value to your day and expanded your vision for your legacy and impact. Please join me in increasing my impact and expanding my reach to even more people by sharing this episode on social media, with friends, and leaving a review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or channel of choice. To catch all the latest from me, Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Connect with me and others in our community Facebook group, the Lift As You Climb Movement, where you can engage, be inspired by, and grow with a tribe of like-minded people. As I evolve as a podcaster and spokeswoman for collaboration and economic empowerment, your input and feedback are especially important to me. I welcome your suggestions and questions to hello at theencorecatalyst.com. Until we meet again, please remember, your success may be the foundation for someone else's. Together, we can raise success ladders around the world.